Welcome back to episode two of Beauty and the Bod with Lorraine and Audrey. I am so excited we're doing episode two. I've been like on a high since we posted episode one. It was only two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) It was only two days. But I have like, everybody was just so nice and so supportive. And I just wasn't expecting that kind of reaction from people. Like I wasn't expecting anyone to be mean per se. But I just wasn't expecting like all the love we got. Yeah, I feel that. And I think I was, yeah. I'm with you on that. And two, just, like, I think we received some very helpful feedback. Mm-hmm. As much as we received, like, very encouraging feedback, there was a lot of helpful stuff in there, too. So we are coming at you guys from my closet. Live. <laughs> Live from Rennie's closet. <laughs> Your closet um looks bigger than when you're sitting in it. It always looks bigger. Today, it feels quite small. But hopefully you guys can hear us a little bit better. Um, That's obviously the purpose of being in the closet. Um, So, yeah, thank you to everyone that gave us very helpful and sweet, encouraging feedback. Uh, We did decide to come on here tonight and just kind of talk about our origin story, like how our friendship came about, how we met, where we come from, just to kind of give everyone like a background, um, some background information, I guess, on on us and how we came... um, up with Beauty and the Bod and why we wanted to start it. Yeah, a villain origin story. Everybody loves that, a good origin story. Um, well, it all started back in Yuma, 1993. People are going to think I'm being dramatic going back to the day we were born, but it's actually not dramatic because Loren and I were born a day apart in the same hospital. So that was kind of, I feel like that was the first thing we bonded over was Truly. that we, you are July 28th and I'm July 29th. YRMC alums. Um, that's horrifying. <laughs> but glad we made it, honestly. <laughs> we had the same physician. Literally, too. the like... same doctor delivered us. That's both weird and incredible. Right? And then to think, too, that we didn't know each other or run into each other until we were, like, 18. Ever. Right. Like, yeah. I had I no don't... idea you existed. Yeah. I didn't even... And it's so funny, too, because, like... There's so many of you and your siblings, and I never, like, the first one I heard of was um, Michael because of working at Starbucks. Like, I think he might have covered, or he was, like, ran a shift at one of my stores, but that was literally maybe only a couple weeks before I met you. So it wasn't, like, all this, like, I heard of him a long time before, but yeah, that was, like, the first time I heard the name Craddock. Um, But yeah, we like to say Loren was just, she was figuring out the nursery she was getting the lay of the <laughs> land you know she was a regular by the time I showed up the next day mm-hmm. um but yeah so that's um that's truly how far we go back you know womb to tomb Amen. so um but yeah so just very little bit about me I grew up in Yuma my parents are Yuma natives um my family has a family business in Yuma um I have a sister um, just not, I mean, nothing that exciting. Life in Yuma is like not that exciting. <laughs> I mean, okay. I was just talking to someone about this. If you have friends in Yuma, it is, ex- it can be exciting. It can be fun. Yeah. Because yeah, there's yeah. stuff to do with your friends. I mean. Yeah, for sure. Like reds. Sure. <laughs> or chili pepper. Okay, people. <laughs> you know, the desert, the movies, Harkins Theater was a big oh, one. Oh, absolutely. I heard Main Street Cinemas now has reclining seats. Are you joking? Main Street Cinema. People sleep on that theater, though, because that theater had red cream soda, which was 
maybe not a big deal to you, but that was a big deal to me. We never got soda, but when we got to go to the movies, my dad was like, do you guys want, like, a, he, you can get a red cream soda. Donald hooked you up yes, with he the did. cream soda. He did, because he loved it, so we all got to share. I love that. that. That's yeah. a sweet childhood memory. Truly. Tell me about your childhood. Um. Yeah, I mean, similar to yours, my parents um, own a business. Dad's a chiropractor. I've got five siblings. Um, yes, th- this is already more exciting. <laughs> I'm third in the lineup, so we're all about a year apart, except for me and my sister right below me were about two years apart. So mm-hmm. we range from 30 to 24. Um, yeah, it is kind of wild. I'm very close with my family. Love my family. Um, uh, yeah, I grew up homeschooled first to eighth grade, in case anyone cares about that. That's very interesting. It's, it can be. Um, and then, yeah, I feel like that's just a very brief, you know. Yeah, I'm sure we could go on forever. For but. sure. So you and I met at the ripe young age of 18. It was mm-hmm. at Pacific Starbucks. Um, I was a shift. I had just gotten a shift supervisor job. Actually, I started at Avenue B. Did you start at Pacific? Yeah, that was okay. my home store. I started at Avenue B, and then when I became a shift, they moved me to Pacific. Okay. So, yeah, I was new to that store. Oh, I don't know okay. if you knew that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I remember, I don't know if I should say this, you had um, a bit of a um, not-so-wonderful boyfriend at the time, <laughs> and everyone was like, don't talk to her. She is crazy. Because he was, like, telling everybody you were crazy. Mm, love that. And then I met you, and I was like, really? I, like, like her so much. <laughs> like, why? why would anybody say that? Like, she's actually really cool. And then we we were always on nights together, like That's because right. yeah, because I was the night shift and I was that was hard. Honestly, I was thinking about this earlier today because I was like thinking about how we met and stuff. When I think about how I was in charge of other people, people who were older than me, and I just like never at eighteen years old, I was so unprepared to handle that. Ugh, I totally get that because once I became a shift, right? there were some people that I was like, I'm just not. Why am I managing you? Like, yeah. Or this like, is uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. I feel like that's, like, the flaw in Starbucks. Like, y'all are doing really everything else right. Um, the drinks are incredible. But you're promoting teenagers. Teenagers and making them manage adults. And they do not know how to manage adult situations. All the- And they give you, like, no training. No, and also, like, we're not, like, capable. No. I, we're not. Our brains aren't even developed enough to, like, really make mature decisions like that yeah I I thought about that today and I was like wow that was really uncomfortable because I just remember like I I don't know I remember being in so many uncomfortable situations and just being like how in heck did I navigate this but yeah you and I got really close I remember we used to ride around in the bus yes we did the excursion that I drove your big excursion I always wonder I was like how does she afford gas in that that was always my question (laughs) was like how does this girl afford gas like um I didn't. I'm just kidding. No, actually, most of my paycheck would go to gas. I think it was 180 bucks to fill up the tank. That, that makes sense. Yeah, it was a rough time. That was rough. Mm-hmm. But remember that Halloween when we dressed up as Thing 1 and Thing 2? <gasps> I There's, still have those pictures. You know what? I was about to ask you. We're posting that, first of all, on okay. the Instagram, so please send me those. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't, like, remember a ton, but I just remember we always had a fun time. Like, we were working and we always had a fun time. Um, but there was also some not fun times. <laughs> Ender said, um, not so wonderful boyfriend. <laughs> 
Um, oh. It was just like, I just feel like you had a boyfriend that caused a lot of drama, which is fine. We all have one of those when we're 18. Well, like, and I think, yes. And that was just like a very toxic relationship. We right. were young. We didn't know. Right. We didn't, we didn't know how to handle things. We didn't handle things like the way we, you know, we were 18. You're learning. Yeah. You're totally learning. learning. Yeah. Definitely a toxic relationship for the both of us. Um, for, I feel like he was doing most of the toxicity, <laughs> but, uh, for, but for argument's sake, we'll say for the both of us. <laughs> um, but I will say it was primarily, um, <laughs> toxicness coming from his end. Um, no, I just feel like he, like, I don't know. I, I feel like he did a lot to make you feel very insecure in that relationship, which leads us to our very first little friendship timeout, we'll call it. Um, so my friend at the time, I don't know, were you guys together when this happened? I can't remember. I mean, we were together on and off. It was so weird. So yeah. like we could have been together. Just no one knew. It was one of those kind of things. Like we were together just like low key. Low key. Yeah. Okay. And that was most of our relationship. So you guys were wherever you were at at the time. And my friend wanted to go bowling with him and somebody else. I can't remember who else was there. I can't remember. There was somebody else there too. And so we went, and it was the four of us, and we went bowling. And I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like, I didn't think about it. Like, I didn't think, like, oh, would this bother you? But I don't think I also understood to the level of, like, the insecurity that he was, like, projecting on you. I think I would have, I don't know, we were 18, so I don't know. But I maybe would have handled that differently. But I just remember coming into work and you, like, approaching me in the back and being like, did you go bowling with him? And I was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Because I was scared. <laughs> because I was afraid. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, hearing you say all this, it's like loyalty was a big deal to me at the time. But true, I was I was so nervous just about hearing you talk about it. Now I'm like, gosh, that's what I was like upset about. You guys just went bowling. Right. But in a girl's mind who, like, doesn't, you know. An 18-year-old girl's mind. Like, I don't trust. I already don't trust him. So, it's like, he's going bowling. In my mind, you know, it's going through my mind. is like, they're going bowling. Nah, they're, like, making out. They're having a good time. Oh, yeah. I just, like, he's he likes one of those girls for sure. But, you know, that was then, of course. Like, that's where my mind was at. I think my mind would have gone there literally, like, even three years ago. So I don't, I don't blame you for that. At the time, I was just like, get over it. Yeah. But like now, like looking back, I'm like, no, I would have been the exact same way. Um, but yes, yeah, so you asked me, did we go bowling together? I think I did lie at first just because I was like scared because you seemed really upset. But then I was like, no, we, d-. oh, and I think so because you were like, no, I know you did. And I was like, oh, well, jigs up. <laughs> and you, I don't remember if we just kind of stopped talking right then. I feel like we did. It was just kind of like, I don't, I don't really want to be friends with you right now. Oh, I think it's because like, obviously me and that other girl, were still really close. So, and yeah. you were really upset. So it was kind of like, I was like stuck between like a rock and a hard place. Yeah. But our friendship kind of ended there for the, t- for the time being. And it took a break for a couple years. Yeah. Like three or four. Three or four well, years. Maybe even Five years. Well, 18. I think I when I reached back out, we were 24. Yeah, 23 or 24 because I was up here. Yeah, so, okay. So, in the meantime, we both migrated <laughs> migrated north. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we, we both moved up to Phoenix. My uh, moving up to Phoenix was kind of rough about like just too, like I, it wasn't even that long. It was like maybe two or three months into me being here, maybe like August, my dad started getting sick and then February he passed. And I think it was, I think he had already passed by the time I reached out to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, he passed. He uh, yeah, so he had passed away. Um, and that just, like, sucked. So it was, like, it was, like, rough moving up here. But right before I moved up here, when I was interviewing for new jobs, I met my now current boyfriend that I'm with. Um, and we've been together since, well, <laughs> with, a, with a brief intermission. <laughs> I'm never, I cannot be one of those people who's like, we've been together, you know, like four years. Like, it's like, I mean, oh, on a timeline, yes, but like, that's not the amount of time we've been right. together. You know what I mean? Like, we right. were not together for six months. I just, I can't be one of those people that pretends like that didn't happen. Like, no, it, no. it happened. Like, we, and that's a big deal. Yeah, we weren't together for six months. But, I reached out to you originally when I, because, well, first of all, I just wanted to apologize to you because I realized how stupid that fight was. And it was like, I can't believe I don't have someone in my life because of a bowling incident. <laughs> like, I think it was like, though, really largely because of the yeah the, the person, the, the, that, ex, the boyfriend. The toxic boyfriend yes. situation. Yeah, I think I just kind of knew that I wasn't going to, like, not I couldn't be in your life, but I was not, I just felt like you were not in the place right then to be my friend, because I think that he was occupying a lot of your time with his toxicity. Well, and honestly, I just, anybody that I felt wronged me, I was, like, quick to just cut him off. It wasn't, like, it was, that wasn't an issue for me. Because my focus was, yeah, solely on him and, like, trying to make that work. So I didn't have, I didn't have time, I didn't have the energy to put into anything else that could potentially hurt me. I was already hurting. Right. Um, yeah, so it was easy for me to just be like, okay, you're not, like, this isn't just, it's not working, I just need you out. I think a lot, we're all like that when you were young, too. Because as you get older, like, what matters starts to, like, rise to the surface and you're like, oh, that's dumb. Like, yeah, for sure. Okay, so you came up to Phoenix. I think you came I, up before me. I did. I, well, I came up at 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, like, an eight-month stint here, mm-hmm. and then things didn't work out, so I moved back to Yuma for, like, a few months. I think not a few months. Yeah, a few months. I think it was, like, six, seven, maybe six to eight months, we'll say, and then I moved back up at 23, right before my 23rd birthday. I came back up here and oh. started at Arizona State and was dating an, a new guy. Okay. Um, and then that's when, like, you and I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, kind of rekindled our friendship or whatever. Right. At Raw Sushi. Raw on Mill. That's right. It's not even there anymore. That's so crazy. It's not even there, because that's where we rekindled our friendship. And I remember asking you that night if I... Because me and him weren't officially together yet. And I was like, should I, like, date this guy? And you were like, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So you really get credit. I do. For making this happen. I do. And just like you said, I will be giving a speech at the Absolutely. wedding. Absolutely. You can give a whole speech. You can take credit for the whole thing. Thank you. Um, But yeah, so then we we started out hanging out, like, I wouldn't say super regularly, no. but, but, like, regularly enough. Like, we, we were hanging out. And then, gosh, how long after that we, I want to say it was only like a few months, maybe a year. Yeah, so six months to a year, we started hanging out again. And then, gosh, we had, 
her second friend intermission that happened. Um, that one kind of, I remember, I'm trying, sorry, I'm like trying to figure out how this happened. So you, I I don't remember how it happened, but I remember you texting me and just saying like, should I like stop reaching out? Cause I was like ignoring you. For no, a cause minute. you texted me and you said this relationship just isn't serving me. But you had texted me something Did that I? made me say that. I think you said, cause you had been consistently like reaching out and I was ignoring you, which was like immature AF. Probably cause I never texted back. Yeah, but you still don't. It doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> but okay, we were not our best selves at the time. Like, we were both like, I was just like way too hard on people back then. Like, I just like had such unrealistic like expectations of people and now I realize like your biggest expectations will bring you your biggest disappointments and it's your fault because you're you're expecting you shouldn't expect anything out of anybody and you'll literally always be happy because it's like you know you just can't put your expectations on people but no because they will fail you yeah people are fallible like that's I'm glad you said that's exactly like I didn't give people the space to be human back then. Like, mm. it's just like, uh, and I think it's because where I was in my life. But now I, I am like, had so much happen to me that I'm just like, people are human. Like people, I think what I've learned this year more than any, or the last year more than anything else is like, people are literally doing the best they can. Like, yeah. that is it. So I know that was the huge problem on my end and why our friendship wasn't working at the time. Um. But yeah, so you, you would reach out to me. Yeah, you were reaching out to me. I think I was mad because I just felt like you like, I don't know. That's like a, Whatever you're feeling, I, mean, I feel like it was a common reaction. Like most people feel that way with me because I'm so like, I don't know if unreliable is the term. No. I just like don't, I'm not good at texting. I hate texting personally. My family will tell you. Anyone that knows me well will tell you. I just like don't communicate well. It's not my forte. Like, I just take a few days to get back to you. Three to five business days. Five. You know what I mean? I got I got stuff going on. And when I'm with people or I'm doing something, I like to be present and in the moment. So my phone isn't my priority. Well, I will say you have gotten substantially better. Thank you. You are growing and a-changing. But, again, like, it was, I don't know. It just, like, bothered me more than, than yeah. it, like, and okay. I just, I don't know. I don't. Like, I just, I feel, I, I think I still feel bad for, like, how hard I was on you then. um But, yeah, so at the time, I just felt like, okay, this isn't working for me. And I told you that. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not working. And then we took our second little interlude. I don't even remember who called who the third time. Do you? uh I don't. I'm not going to lie. I don't even. <gasps> yes, I do. I know exactly what happened. Remember I went into the hospital? Yeah, but we didn't rekindle things after that. We you, didn't? You, like, you went into the hospital. I came and saw you because you were down the street. And then we were cool. Yeah. But we I still cool. don't think, like, I was, like, that was it. We were just cool. And so I think that would, like, kind of smooth smoothed things over. But then there was a certain point where, did I break up with the last one I was dating? Yeah, you know we what? We went to, we get. It was election night. We got wine at yeah, that. that um salute yeah salute mm-hmm. but i remember it was election night because i remember like um it was all over the tvs there that's right yeah okay oh, but shoot. i don't remember who like reached out to who i honestly don't remember yeah it could have honestly i don't either 
Um, but but then we like we both things apologize. Out of, yes. Yeah, we both like accept. That's a big thing. I think people need to realize like apologies are so underrated in friendships. Like in life, actually, like just apologize to people when you're wrong. Honestly, so much stuff is not that big of a deal. Well, to apologizing in person like that that means a lot. Like it it goes a long way. Acknowledging when you can acknowledge like I messed up. Like, yeah. especially in person, over text, fine, whatever. If that's all you can do, like, you can't see the person in, pers- in person, fine. Right. But, like, the in-person apologies go a long way, at least for me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think – and that just shows the kind of person you are and, like, what you're about. You're a stand-up person. You can acknowledge that face-to-face with someone. Yeah, be vulnerable enough to say I was really wrong and I'm sorry, like – I think people underestimate how far that goes. Like, oh, yeah. people, like, overthink apologies, too. It's like, no, just, like, say I screwed up and I'm sorry and I'm going to do better. I'm going to be better. Yeah. And I just think that, like, for both times we came back together so seamlessly because we were both willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And and now here we are, like, what, fast forward a year and some change? Well, yeah, yeah. it's got to be that. A little, maybe a little more, like a year and a half. I don't know, two years? Yeah, it's got to be almost two years. It was election night, so. What is that, November? I don't know. I think so. I'm going to sound really gosh, uneducated no right idea. now. Right. But we're going to get so many. Um, <laughs> it's this day. Like, How do you not know? Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, so we've, we kind of rekindled things and then we kind of just started hanging out and honestly just really loved chatting about where we were in our journeys in our lives because. I feel like one thing we love to talk about is, like, how much we bring to the table in terms of the experiences we've had. Mm-hmm. They're so different, so different. In, like, in comparison to each other. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's just fun talking about our life experiences with each other and, like, bouncing things off of each other. And then, too, we love to laugh about it all. Yeah, I think, I think, the best I think we do. I think you and I see the humor in everything. That's, you like, something to. we have in common is, like... Neither of us, like, is, like, woe is me. Like, we really, like, just try and laugh about everything, which is... But I think it all started, too, because, like, so often we would be, like, talking about things, and I would... We would be, like, why are we not recording this? Like, this is gold, and it would just, like... I I, I don't know. That's what inspired it for me. It was, like, we gotta record this. Like... Well, especially because I think we have such, like... We're very interested. We're very passionate about certain things. Like, you're passionate. Okay, here's how we came up with Beauty and the Bod. You're passionate about all things fashion, mm-hmm. beauty. You're also on your health and wellness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I, I'm very passionate about fitness and health. And, like, I think we both share, like, approaching things in a very holistic way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big deal to me. I, I feel like I'm more of, like, the sporty athletic and you're the fashion beauty Queen. You're the sporty spice to my posh spice. There we go. But you know what I yes. think really solidified it? And I think this is, like, the the hidden meaning of beauty in the bod that, like, you and I understand, but, like, not everybody else will understand is, well, they're going to understand that. <laughs> I'm going to explain it to you right now. <laughs> but, like, people wouldn't have, like, known this or thought. I think it's almost like a, like, juxtaposition. That's a very big word. I and I it. am going to be absolutely humiliated <laughs> if I'm using it wrong. <laughs> humiliated. Um, but you drunk texted me not too, too long ago. 
And you, it was so sweet. It was like such a vulnerable message. So don't be mad that I'm saying it. Um, but you were like, you're the beauty that I want to embody. And I was like, you are the like healthy, take care of yourself that I want to embody. So I also I feel like that. as you love it, you wrote it. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember. Like, but thank oh, you I was like, that. That's beautiful. <laughs> yes. You drunk texted me that. Um, but I feel like as much as it's, like, that's who you are and that's who I am, it's, like, who we want, who we, like, aspire to be in each other. Yeah, like, it's, like, the qualities we see in each other that yeah, we really want. Yeah, that we want. aspire to be. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, and so it's, like, as much as it's, like, yeah, you're the blood and I'm the beauty, it's also, like, the, you are looking for that beauty and I am looking, like, to essentially, like, come back with my body you know because it's gone to hell and back with me and so I I don't know I love that is what it means to me I feel like it's kind of like what the world sees of us but then what we actually know is happening inside of us yeah so I think this is going to be like a very like transformative like I think people are going to see us evolve on this which is what the part I'm excited about that's my hope like to just I don't know grow I think there's something to be said about like you know how you follow certain influencers and you kind of right. grow with them. Yes. I think that's huge, especially for women and like young women, young girls, whatever. You need that community. Mm-hmm. Now more than ever, I know we kind of touched on this prior, like the pandemic really took a toll right. on people. And I think people are desperately searching for community. Yeah. And I think that that's something I would just love to create because I know living alone right now and like working from home, I am desperate for community right like friends people i need that to be okay that's how we were designed right um so i think there's a lot that whether anything comes from this or not like it's just creating that community and kind of growing with people and also hearing like our experiences i think there's so much comfort knowing that you're like not alone that like so many people go through this kind of stuff and maybe we touch on things like most people don't want to talk about you know i think that's there just there's a lot of comfort in that hearing that other girls experience some of the same things you know you do and it's uh there again just a lot of there's a lot of comfort in that yeah or even no everything you just said was so spot on and even like just being like an escape for someone I remember when I I I don't know if you've ever seen this where people like will say like oh this band like saved my life or like oh this like actor actors like saved my life and I always watched that and I was like what does that mean like that makes no sense to me how did Johnny Depp (laughs) save your life I would love to know do tell but I feel like I started understanding it this last year because there's a podcast that I listen to that on days like I just felt horrible and so sick and couldn't stop crying I would just binge their episodes and they were so funny and so lighthearted and just everything was a joke and it just like distracted me and I was able to laugh for a couple minutes and I was able to just get immersed in their world for Mm -hmm. a little while and it just reminded me that like normal life was out there happening and like the horrible things that were going on in my life weren't it reminded me that it was such a temporary state of being And I, like, hope that our podcast could be that for somebody. Like, I hope that, you know, somebody could listen to this and escape for 40 minutes or however long it is. And, you know, that they, I, I, like, my ideal, one of the things that I had to fill out to, like, post these things online because, you know, posting these things online is a full-time job. (laughs) So... 
um, one of it says, like, what is your target audience? And, you know, they gave all this demographics and stuff. And I was like, um, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not a marketing major. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I barely passed my, like, associate's art degree. Like, why are you asking me these questions? But I started, like, thinking about that after I saw that question. I was like, my, like, dream audience is, like, girls, like, literally, or girls or guys or whatever, just going about their life. And just feeling like they're sitting there just talking with us. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're a part of our conversation. Yeah. That, and I think, too, I love, I just love learning. So, like, I love to, like, listen to people and see what I can't take away from them. And, like, I love hearing people's perspective on things. Mm -hmm. So, I love, like, listening to podcasts or or even, like, as it is watching movies. Mm -hmm. I love, like, when I can take something away from that and think, like, okay, I'm going to apply that to my life. Right. Like, I really... I love that that person does that, and I already love this person. Like, influencers even on social media, certain things that they do, I'm just like, I love that, and I'd love to take that and apply that to my life, and, like, because I love how they operate, and hopefully that'll help me operate a little more like that person. Not that I want to be that person, but just operate in ways, you know, that will also just make me better. Right. Um, So, yeah, I, I would, like, I really just, I'm big on the whole community thing, and then just, like, making a safe space and for people, mm-hmm. men or women, whatever, boys or girls, um, whoever you are. Yes. Whoever you be. Yeah. And just like, I don't know, offering up a space where we can like learn from each other. Yeah. A hundred percent. I hope, I really hope to, we get to interact with people like that are listening to this. Cause like, oh, for that's sure. what I want more than anything. For sure. Also, should we like talk about what we I mean, we don't really even... Should we talk about what we do? Anything like that? Should we say that oh, for yeah, another we should day? T- oh, we should talk about... Yeah, no, duh. Like, <laughs> like, all we do is sit in this closet and podcast. <laughs> this is our life. Yeah, we should talk a little bit about where our lives are at now. Duh. Um, Tell me you- a little bit about where your life is at right now. Like, what's happening? Okay. What's happening in the life of Odd? It's just so riveting, honestly. Um... <laughs> No, it's not. I mean, obviously the biggest portion, and I hate saying this, but it's just where I'm at right now. The biggest portion of my life right now is my healing journey because, and as dumb as it sounds, like that is pretty much what my life is in day in, day out, like day in and day out. Um, It's my eating protocols. It's my medicine protocols. It's all the different like little things that I have to do. It's doctor's appointments. It's this, it's that, like it's research, it's health coaching groups like it's a lot so it does take up a huge portion of my time Mm -hmm. but it's something I'm very passionate about I'm passionate about healing I'm passionate about learning to help others heal so that's fine but it does take up like the biggest portion of my life um I'm learning to love fitness I have I don't ever see myself being like fitness girly um like I feel like you really love it like it's Mm -hmm. like a passion like you're one of those people that like enjoys the gym and like it brings you like comfort and all that I'm not really one of those people like I I did I did hire a trainer shout out Jay um Jay lifestyle (laughs) um but I've been working with him for like six months so I'm learning to love fitness but it's not like I do it because I love that I know that it's healthy for my body, but not because of, unfortunately, any other reason than that. Um, I have a boyfriend. Um, We have been timelined together for, um, gosh, like, like three years and some change. Um, But we did take six months apart last year, but we're 
back and better than ever, baby. There we go. Um, I have, like, so many dogs. I have three. I have a puggle, Ollie. She's my ride or die. And then I have two French bulldogs, Blue and Prim, and they just, you know, terrorize my life. Um, we love that. We love that. I am really into the real estate space. I just bought myself a home. Um, well, okay, so I already had a home. I, I have rental homes, but then I just bought kind of my new, like, not forever home, but my forever for a while home, like at least the next five to ten years. Um, so I'm pretty, pretty proud of that. Um, but I do like rentals and stuff. And then my day-to-day, I am a corporate recruiter for a tech company which is just riveting. Um, I really do love my job. I think, like, I love it because I'm really good at it, and I feel like what I do helps people. Like, I get to help people find jobs, and it's like, I can't imagine something that feels more rewarding than that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really do love it. Like, I'm not – I never imagined myself, like, in a corporate environment. Like, I never imagined myself in corporate America or, like, in a startup environment I didn't even know what a startup was until I started working at my company I didn't even know what that meant like um but I love it there and I'm really happy there um thing I want to like I'm glad we're podcasting because I want to get some hobbies like I don't have any hobbies like my only hobbies are like shopping and um you know that really takes the financial toll. I really don't like. I just like if I have free time, I'm shopping, and that's it. Like I love decorating my home. Like I could probably do that for like, but you know, there's only so many rooms that I can yeah. redo constantly. Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't really have any like hobbies. Like oh, nothing like consistent. Like mm-hmm. I'll read sometimes. Like or I'll like do certain things sometimes. But I would like to get some more hobbies. Okay, I love that. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, I love so. that for you. I just, I'm tired of telling people that I sleep and shop, you know, when they ask that question. So what do you do for fun? I'm like, I sleep and I shop. Like You work out. Yeah, but not because I'm there because I already paid Jay for the month. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm not there because I want to be. Like, you're there because it, like, brings you life. Like, I'm there because I I pay that non-refundable fee. Like, there there is a different. One is a passion. One is not. Okay. Okay. What do you do? Tell me about um, you. Yeah. So uh, I, you know, live in an apartment, living by myself. You're here right now in my closet. <laughs> um, I love living alone. It's something I've wanted to do for a while. So I've been on my own for about a year. Um, obviously, I work for, you know, in an insurance industry. Don't love that. So here we you don't say you love, love that for dog, you. We don't love that for me. I don't. I don't like it. I'm not. You know, I, I did like it for a period of time, but I think it's just served its purpose in my life. I think it's time yeah. to move on. Um, I'm working on my master's degree, Amazing. getting my MBA. So I definitely want to be, I never thought I'd be in the corporate world either, to be honest, but I definitely want to like be a corporate executive. That's the goal for me. I want to be big time. I want to be top dog, as I tell my dad. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, so I want to be a corporate executive. So that's the whole reason behind the master's degree, okay. getting my MBA. Um, but at the moment, my like my interest really, or my I guess you could call it a hobby if you want. I really want to switch industries. I want to get into finance tech. I want to work with like crypto. And um, I don't know, like... I don't really care how I work with it. I just want to get into like a finance tech company. And um, I feel like crypto is our future in a lot of ways. And so that's kind of what I want to get involved in. I want to get in an industry that's like 
is explosive and booming as finance tech is. So that's the goal. Um, so I'm currently applying for, you know, just any job within a finance tech company. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do have hobbies. There's some stuff I do want to learn this year. I'm going to learn how to golf. I want to learn how to golf oh so gosh, bad. I love that for you. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, it's like it's been on my list since last year. I just honestly didn't have time. School really? and stuff keeps me busy. But yeah, I want to learn to that golf. That is so cool. Yeah, I'm pumped. So that and then um, because I'm, I am very competitive, I do want to get involved in some kind of like something in the gym I kind of want to try kickboxing either that or just boxing oh my gosh that's so I have the boxing gloves there on the floor I saw your boxing (laughs) gloves I was like do you box I did box for like a short amount of time my dad actually kind of trained I used to work out at a boxing gym and take like boxing lessons did you yeah I was actually pretty good at it yeah yeah see I want to so I want to do something like that something where I can just apply what I do in the gym is a different way you'd be like a beastly MMA fighter low-key low-key I it's crossed my mind. Like, you should to do fight, that to compete. You'd be like, what's her name? Paige Van Zant. <laughs> I don't. She's I've... this like little like bulldog of a UFC fighter, but she's like blonde and cute and adorable too. Uh, I think of what's her name, Rousey. Is it Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey, but I think she's got quite a bit of height on you. <laughs> no, I just think of her like that's like the kind of fighter I'd want to be. Aggressive, oh, like, like really her. aggressive. Yeah, like, yeah. My dad calls me, or well, he did call me Rennie Rousey. For oh, that's a while so then. cute. So, yeah, I'm a little bit of a Spitfire. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of, that's just a little bit about me, like my life. Dating life doesn't exist. It's not, it's not a thing right now. Um, I'm working on it though. Oh, you on the apps? You on the apps? I am on the app. I'm on one app. Okay. Just one. Which one? What's Um, the, I feel like you tell everything about a person by the app that they're on. It's Hinge. I don't know if that's. (laughs) Yeah. No. Hinge girly. It's because Hinge is where you find relationships. That's That's what they say. That's what I'm gathering. I tried Tinder, like. For a hot minute back in the day, like a few years ago, not for me. Tinder is the wild, wild west. It is truly. It's the hookup app, and they when they say it, like they people mean that. I was like, nah, I can't be because I'm not that kind of girl. It is. It 100 percent is. So I got off that one pretty quick, and I'm on Hinge, and uh, you know it's treating me. It's treating me well. I was gonna say, how's it? How's Hinge life? You know, I went on my first Hinge date. Ooh, what'd you do? We went. <laughs> we went on a walk around. A lake around Tempe Town Lake. It was okay. It was a cute. Walk. It's like a two-hour walk. Now, Rennie, what do you say to girls who would say? I'm not saying I'm one of these girls, but I'm just saying, what do you say to girls who would say walks are not a first date? <laughs> I think a walk. I was. It was my idea. I think a walk is like highly underrated for a first okay. date. Okay, because it's like pressure free. Pressure free. It's a chance to like just get to know each other, and yeah, in a very like easy environment. No one's serving you. You're not like taking mouthfuls of food and having like talk in between bites or get asked questions also for me dinner dates I just don't do well with um we all know I have a like I struggle letting a guy pay for me it's not because I'm I know here we go here we go here we go here we go it's not because I'm a feminist or like I'm like aggressive it's more just because I just feel so bad that they're paying for me so I prefer a walk over dinner well, I feel like men are equally split on that. Like, I feel, really, I feel like this is the topic that men are like, I don't know, I'm pretending to know anything about men. But Let's like, bring a guy on here. We'll honestly, actually get his, like, we'll get, perspective. We, we'll bring a guy on and we'll do all our, like, like, frequently asked questions. Okay. But I feel like, for the most part, all the men I've had this conversation with are, like, very passionately split one way or the other. Like, they're, like, either, like, really into the girl who doesn't want the guy to pay or they're, like, fiercely against it 
I would love a guy that's fiercely against it. I just feel like most guys, like, to be honest, actually, no, we're not going to go there. Um, Some guys just, like, are really okay with the girl paying and, like, I never want to seem like a burden. But now I'm like, you know what? I need a guy that's like, I'm going to pay and you're just just not going to. Like, he's just going to tell me. It's just not going to happen. I feel like there's plenty of guys out there. You just haven't found one yet. Yeah, I would agree. But the first date, walking around Timbytown Lake, 10 out of 10 recommend. A walk is, like, walks are highly underrated. Plus, you get your steps in. Yeah, but what, did you go at night? Were you afraid at all? Because you never met this person. Okay, full disclosure, I did have my handgun in no, my purse. No, that's great. That's good. Girls need to be prepared. And even if it's not a gun, like a knife, a whistle, pepper spray, like something. You got to be yeah. prepared. Yeah, no, he made a joke about something. I was like, I mean, I have a handgun. But I don't think he thought it was serious. And I didn't play it off like I was. But he made some kind of joke. And I was like, yeah, I have my concealed carry or concealed weapons permit and he's like you do so do i and i was like that's so awesome for you but like i'm actually packing right now oh let it be known renny packs heat <laughs> all right not always it was just the first well no i think that's very safe especially in that like somewhere you're walking at night when it's dark like that's just responsible well yeah i had no idea who he was we yeah. met on an app for all i knew he could have been a catfish oh, and i yeah. could have been sunk at the bottom of the lake that have night. you ever had a catfish situation i have not thank the good lord but uh I've heard some wild stories. Actually, he had a catfish situation. It was pretty sad. Um, so, yeah, they do exist. They are out there. But fortunately for me, so far, no catfish. But I've only, like, talked to really two guys on Hinge. Wow, that's going to make me sound so... <laughs> so things are going well. <laughs> so adventurous. There's really only two. I'm very picky. Actually, selective. Not picky. But that's, like, a story for another day. Yeah, we'll have to I, do um, an, a relationship one. Because I would love to, like... I mean, obviously, I'm not on the apps. I went girl, on for, I'll like, all the a minute over the summer. But I think it was just, like... I was, like, sad. And, like, I don't think... I don't think I should have been there. You know what I mean? Right. It's just, like, I was... I shouldn't have been there. But I would love to know, like, what your, like, things that you hate in a profile, things you love in a profile. I think that's so interesting because I think it's so different for everyone. For sure. And I think, uh, yeah, like, even, yeah, for sure. We can talk about that. Um, I think that's, like, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Because, yeah, yeah we, can, we can dive all into, like, the whole yeah, dating we'd, we'd probably need, world. like, four different episodes for that. Because oh, the gosh. dating dating nowadays is just absolutely terrifying. And like, it's just so difficult. Yeah, it's, like, way harder than it should be. I feel like it is. I think, too, doesn't help. Like, COVID made it. Uh, yeah. Like, well, the world, yeah, COVID made everything hard. Meeting, meeting friends, meeting, like, well, dating, like, working. Like, everything is hard now because of COVID. Yeah. Um, really quick, do you feel like, sorry, off topic, but do you feel like we, like, do we touch on everything as far as, like, introducing ourselves? Mm, I yeah, like I feel like we did. I mean, I, obviously, we're both like, 28, obvi. I feel like this is a good time. We are a day <laughs> apart, people. <laughs> a day apart, we're both 28. 28. Just wanted to get that out there so you guys have an idea of our But I do think age. this is a good time to promote our socials, so, because... If people, if you guys have questions, like just DM us, like, and we're happy to like. Oh, for sure. Either like, DM I mean, you we back. We have like thirty followers. Um, hey, page. all thirty of you, like, if you have Mom. questions, <laughs> Momocratic, if you are listening, you know everything there is to know about Ren. <laughs> so, please slide into the DMs, ask a question, and yeah. So uh, we're at Beauty and the Bod on Instagram, and I'm at Adriana underscore D. I was. I don't know yours by heart. At Loren underscore Craddock. Okay. So yeah, feel free to follow us on social media 
at us. If you have questions, just DM us. I know. Or DM me. I'm more responsive. Okay. <laughs> I'm running DMs for Beauty and the Bod, so you'll get an answer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, send us questions if you have or just stuff you want us to talk about on here. I think we're very open to, like, topics and things right now. I mean, we have a plan, but I think we're pretty open to content and things and open to ideas. This is this is ground floor, people. So you're we're, this is startup, baby. This is a startup start culture. So we are very open to feedback. But I mean, most of all, if you made it to the end of this hot mess, like, thank, thank you for you. listening. Like, Truly. We appreciate it so much. And we're very excited. Very excited. I am bouncing. I am so excited. But no, for real, thank you for the support. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye.